0: Welcome to episode 68 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. What you were just listening to is a song from a game that is the very definition of the term cult classic. A sort of action strategy from Enix's pre-square days, this Super NES Classic is widely regarded as one of the very best games on the system, especially by Matt. Yes, sir. Get your swords and city planning binders because it's finally time to listen to the music of ActRaiser for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. So, Matt. Yes. How how you feeling? I'm effing pumped. Finally doing the ActRaiser episode.
1: I know. I feel like I I, I bought in too early, but uh, I don't care.
0: Yeah, no, dude, you're good. You've been on the show for more than a year. It's yeah, yeah. It's not too early. We're good. Yeah, I'm, um, thanks,
1: thanks for uh, for uh, was that justifying that for me?
0: Of course, of course. It's, uh, <laughs> I am the uh, shield of logic for others' maces of insanity. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I will make sure that that goes on your tombstone. <laughs>
0: You won't be the only one.
1: <laughs> I'll pay for it.
0: Well, as you may <coughs> or may not be able to tell, I am still sick, so I will once again apologize in advance for my coughing fits throughout the course of the episode and try to edit them all out to the best of my my ability. Um, but hey, we're uh, we're here, we're alive, yes. Um, we're and we're going to listen to some some kicking uh, Yuzo Koshiro music, and I'm I'm pretty excited. So uh, let's uh, let's dive in, huh? Hit us with some history there, Matt.
1: Certainly! ActRaiser was originally released for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System in December of 1990 in Japan, and November of 91 in North America. A cross between a side-scrolling platformer and a city-building simulation, ActRaiser is truly a unique game, even from its sequel which eschewed the city-building aspect altogether. In the game, you play as the Master, a god-like being who was at war with an evil being named Tanzra. Things went sideways for the Master in the war, and he had to retreat and essentially take a nap to heal. When he woke up, the whole world had gone to hell, and the Master had lost his godly powers because the people didn't believe in him anymore. Not a great way to wake up from a nap. The Master then sets out to rebuild his world, restore his people's faith in him, and defeat Tanzra once and for all. While Actraiser never gained the type of mainstream success of games like Super Castlevania IV and Super Metroid, it has its own following of devoted fans, and rightfully so. Most people who have played agree that it's one of Super Nintendo's best games all around, especially given how early in the console's life it was released.
0: The game's music was composed by none other than Yuzo Koshiro. Probably woo-woo. most woo-woo. <laughs> probably most famous for his work on the Streets of Rage series, he's also contributed to games like Legacy of the Wizard on the NES, the Master System version of Sonic the Hedgehog, Beyond Oasis for Sega Genesis, and loads more. He still works in games today and has had his music featured in recent greats like Kid Icarus Uprising, Puzzle and Dragons X, and Secret of Mana remake. And if that wasn't enough to convince you that this man is amazing, he contributed to the soundtrack of one of my most anticipated games of the year, Monster Boy and the Cursed Cursed Kingdom. And he's got a couple tracks on my other most anticipated game of the year, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, including the uh, totally awesome Guiles theme that just went Mm up pretty recently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go That's, listen to that if you haven't. Yeah, just, just love Smash Brothers music. <laughs> that said, it's still unclear if he'll be working on the recently announced Streets of Rage four, though I'm pretty hopeful that he'll be at least be involved in some way, shape, or form. Cause, that would
1: be fantastic.
0: On, how could he not? Yeah. Anyway, Matt, let's talk about our, our personal histories with this game. Um what is what what is uh obviously you love this game. What is your yes. connection to it?
1: Um it, yeah basically uh when i talked about in the uh the history of it uh that whole line about it uh kind of coming about fairly early in the super nintendo's um you know life it came uh, almost at launch um so you know when it when a system launches it doesn't have too many titles but act razor i remember seeing it for the first time a friend of mine got it and i was watching him play and i thought this was pretty cool and uh when he beat it I got to borrow it and then I got to play it, and I thought oh my god this is such a great game and over the years it's been one of those games that I always uh think about when the Wii first came out and then they announced the virtual uh console virtual. With the downloads yeah. I I think it was one of the first games that was made available and it was definitely one of the first games I it was definitely the first game I downloaded on the virtual console and I played it to ribbons you know start to finish over and over again I, Absolutely love it. Um, it's just for me, it's just, it reminds me of like kind of being in grammar school, going into high school. Um, the game itself is a lot of fun. It's like, I think it's like a really great uh, linear, um, what do you call it, side scroller. I lo- I, I'm a big fan of the top-down city building, but it, it's not like city building in the, the way you think of uh, something like a Sim City where you got to do residential and dungeon. No, it's, you know, it's a medieval concept, uh, medieval kind of, um, I guess, skin, if you will, and it's, you know, it's point and shoot to some extent, and it's really straightforward, but there's just, I can't put my finger on it. I was watching, like, playthroughs today to kind of uh, refresh myself with some of the bits and pieces and the nuts and the bolts, and and there's just not one thing I could put my finger on that I think, like, this is a defining moment for the game. I think it's just, overall, it's it's just a great, Put together, and I think when when I play through it, there's never a point in which I get to a, a particular level or portion of the game, and I'm like, "Ugh, this part," and I just you know, barrel through it and get to the next part or whatever. I just think it's such a, it's just a, like a solid game from start to finish. And obviously, because it's the reason why we're here, the music is such a big part of what makes this game great.
0: Well, I've heard, uh, you know, obviously the handful of songs that you've brought to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I've mentioned on the show before, I have very little. Uh, I have very little history with this game. Um, I remember uh, reading a lot about it in magazines like uh, Nintendo Power and Game Pro uh, and EGM back before it came out. When I was just eagerly anticipating and lapping up anything the Super Nintendo had to offer, I remember this was a game that my sister really wanted, um, and I was too busy just looking forward to like a link to the past and. mastering every facet of Mario World and and, and obsessing over pilot wings and Super Castlevania and wondering what Mega Man was going to look like if it came to the system and just yeah there was so much great stuff on the horizon constantly for the Super Nintendo back then Um, true and this game always did look interesting to me but uh never really interesting enough for me to actually get around to playing it Mm -hmm. um I noticed earlier today, uh, and I mean, I knew this off the top of my head, but I just kind of con- reconfirmed it that I do, in fact, have a uh, a complete in box, like very good copy of this game. Um, oh, so like I own it in it, oh? <laughs> box box instructions can <laughs> cart the whole nine yards uh, in, in very oh, good yeah? shape. Oh, okay, and, um, All right. I uh, I don't I, I must have acquired it in a collection. Like I'm pretty oh. sure I know which collection I got it in. Uh-huh, uh-huh, um, which uh-huh. is why I have it sitting around. I don't have ActRaiser 2. Um, oh, who
1: cares about that? Let's talk yeah. back ActRaiser 1.
0: <laughs> let's, let's talk Act ActRaiser 1. Yeah, let's talk about ActRaiser 1. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy to say that I do have that, and I will, uh, at some point in the not-too-distant future, crack open that cartridge and throw it I'm in. I'm very happy
1: for you, Chris. I'm very happy that you own that. <laughs> I'm really happy that it's in great condition. And, <laughs> you know, if ever someday you decide... I don't want this anymore. I'd be even more happy to take it off your hands.
0: <laughs> Whether I'm willing or not. Yes. No, I didn't say... It. No, no, I didn't say that. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. So this was developed by <laughs> Quintet, I'm noticing. I know this yep. was an, an, an Enix game. Um, yes. This is this was the connection. That's why I know Quintet so well. Because um, I was a huge fan of Illusion of Gaia on a Super yes. Nintendo. And uh, that was part of a pseudo trilogy of games that uh they did with Enix uh Soul Blazer Illusion of Gaia and Terra Enigma, um which I think then continued on to an extent in other you know in, in other lights but pr- pretty much it's those three uh those three were the big ones I um this is a very strange hole in my my gaming history and I I do promise like I really wanted to try and play it before we recorded this episode but I just I simply ran out of time Uh, everybody's been sick and all sorts of other stuff's been going on but uh, life you know what it it, it does afford me an opportunity i have not listened to this soundtrack in its entirety so a lot of these songs i'm going to be hearing for the first time tonight i'm my how the
1: roles have reversed it's
0: not something i get to do all that often so uh (laughs) this is gonna this is gonna be a whole heck of a lot of fun awesome so let's dive in shall we let's uh let's get to work let's do it take me for a ride matt tell me what we're doing the show the show is in your hands you take oh, the wheel oh this
1: is going to be so bad all right so uh the first the first track we're going to get into is simply called opening and that is title screen you know your first introduction to the game and i mean i'll I'll gush on it afterwards but i just i mean everything i picked cuz i i picked the track listing for tonight um i think everything i picked is just these beautifully or- orchestrated pieces and I'll get into the minutiae of, of particular tracks because there's some tracks to me that stand out more than others. But I think this, this is just a, a fantastic track to open up uh, a game, let alone this game. So, enough from me. We're going to do it. This is opening from Act Razor. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: that was opening from Actraiser and uh boy that was that was majestic yeah it really is and it's funny
1: cuz nothing really happens on that title screen the title you know the graphic for Actraiser kind of floats on in and it appears and you get a couple of copyright uh bits of information but that's it and i don't know man i just think i think it's a fantastic track i you know after listening to it a couple of times uh for the program uh, I will say that the um, the strings are a little pitchy, like they're kind of a like uh, if I have to dissect the song, they're a little pitchy. But I mean, I it's don't know. a symptom
0: of the of the time, really. Of course, I mean, this is a, of course, this is early Super NES, and this is you know, using all sample tracks. I, I I totally forgive that 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 kind of no, thing. I'm, I'm the being, trumpets are are yeah. aren't the greatest sample I've ever heard in my life, but. uh. No, really, I I would I it's, would agree. It's, that it's being wonderful. nitpicky, yeah. yeah it's if, just if you're like, going to really try to pick it apart instead yeah. of just listening to the composition, then you know, stop being an asshole and just enjoy the music.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know how to turn that part of my brain off. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so what do you think?
0: Well, uh, I I really enjoyed this track. Uh, it, it's funny though that I I wasn't um I kind of forgot midway through that you told me this was just a title screen uh, track, mm-hmm. um. And I was just really picturing a castle like this just sounds like Super Nintendo traveling, you know, walking through a castle in an RPG type music. That's um, a
1: really fair assessment, actually. We, you talked about uh, Illusion of Gaia and uh, the Trailblazer and all that or the
0: Soul, the Soul Blazer. Blazer. Yeah. Um, yeah. It it just reminds me of the kind of music that plays in a castle uh, when mm-hmm. you're when you're playing a Super Nintendo game. And those are always uh, songs that stick with me uh, in, in in wonderful, wonderful ways, because it's just got the right amount of uh regal like marching to it um (laughs) but it's a it's nice sweeping piece uh very well put together not overly complex not like oh my god i'm not gonna go do some cartwheels over it but at the same time (laughs) it's a i I really enjoyed that it was um it was just the right this i can already tell this whole thing is just gonna hit just the right level of nostalgia like you were talking about the strings being pitchy like it just reminds me a lot of early super nintendo which is just one of my absolute favorite times in my in- entire life so
1: which is also the watermark for the game it's an early super nintendo game so it's like it's exactly what it is if that makes sense yeah.
0: and like you've also you, you comparing this to say super castlevania 4 which was showed a very shocking early mastery of the instruments the, of of the way the super nintendo sound worked um so you didn't have these kinds of like a I guess, minor technical flubs in something like that or even, say, um, uh, Super goals and Ghosts. But at the same time, you know, the compositions just... You know, minor technical quibbles aside, the compositions carry this extraordinarily well. Yeah, uh,
1: I... It's just I, great. I think that's what it, what it boils down <coughs> for me is... It's, it's
0: <coughs> Sorry.
1: I think what it boils down for me is kind of the same thing, too. It's that, uh, you know, regardless, like you said, of technical, the, the compositions themselves are just... Just fantastic. And, like, you know, again, doing the research for the game again to kind of uh, re-up myself, you know, you hear a couple of these tracks, and I'll point them out to you. You hear them a couple of times throughout the course of the game. They use them for multiple levels or whatever. And they're not tiring. You know, you could play through, like you said before, and some of these tracks stand out, and they're they're great. They're just just great. I don't know what else to say.
0: Well, I don't think you have to say anything else. Yeah,
1: I think I'm just babbling now. You've
0: gone and done it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, done. did it. Alright, so now we're going to move on to one of my favorite, I mean I have a ton of them, but this definitely sits in my top three favorite. Uh, It's a track that we found entitled called Sky Palace. I say we found it because, you know, as Chris has pointed out sometimes, uh, what's found online may not necessarily be the name of the track, or the tracks may not have any names at all, and someone's been arbitrary with naming them. Uh, This track's called Sky Palace, and it it's exactly what it says it is the sky palace so as we mentioned at the top of the show when you when your you the master wakes up from your slumber um you're greeted by a little cherub and you're looking out on mode seven clouds just moving past you in some you know athenian columns and this is basically where uh you are asked you know what's you know that like everyone's anxiety ridden portion of the game is what do i name my character and this is the portion where you do that and they give you a little bit of instruction and stuff and just beautiful piece of music so i'm just going to throw right to it sky palace from act razor enjoy
0: That was uh, Sky Palace, again, from Actraiser. And um, that, was, uh, that was some pipe organ right there. Yeah, it
1: was. Yeah, it
0: was. I think um, uh,
1: one of my favorite parts about this piece is the way the pipe organ sounds like it's in a giant room. They, they took the time to do some reverb to it to give it mm-hmm. um, some space. And, again, set against this uh, visual of being in kind of maybe the throne room of, uh, of the Parthenon or something up in the clouds, it just makes sense. And, again, the space that they created with, with this track, and it's like this is one of those tracks that to me like less is more, and it's just I sit kind of like mouth agape in awe just how big it
0: sounds. It does, uh does definitely uh, carry the weight of a um, <clears throat> very church scene. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like very, very cathedral esque. Um, yeah, I can just kind of get images in my head of um, uh, stained glass windows and that kind of stuff. Um, I did find it very interesting the way that this uh really kind of played out like music you would hear in the background of like an old church scene in a movie, where it just like it just cuts out. It'll just it'll play its its bit and then it just stops and then like loops dies off. Some, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it loops, but it doesn't loop naturally. Like there is no real natural progression to it. It's just like mm-hmm. I have played this piece of music and now I will look back at the beginning of the sheet music and start playing it again, yeah. as <laughs> if as if there is really like an old lady sitting at a at an organ playing the music. Um, right. It so so it, it it's unnatural nature of it kind of makes it seem more. Natural and believable, um, nice, nice little piece.
1: Yeah, and and I think that's the best part about it too. Is to say like nice little piece, you know, you're kind of sitting here and saying like, you know, it's it's only a handful of chord progressions. It's very small and limited in its actual like composition and and I guess notes that appear on the page. And you're right, it it loops and it just loops in the, in a a fantastic little way. It sure does. So anyway all right we're gonna we're gonna move on to probably the most famous uh piece of music in the game uh I brought it up you know a little under a year ago uh what episode was that for first I think levels,
0: was our, our new year's one yeah
1: yeah, for first levels that was a great episode if you haven't heard that episode, go back and check that out it was uh the theme of the episode was uh you know first levels for for video games uh it was the new year we figured or I figured, uh, let's do level one. It's level one of, uh, the new year. So we'll do level one of, uh, some games. So I brought this to the table. It's a track called Fillmore. It's the first, like, official, uh, bit of action that you encounter as the gamer. Uh, it's the portion of the game that is the side-scrolling. There is the city planning, which we will get to, and you as the gamer will as well. So it's the first bit of side-scrolling you get. You're in, you know, uh, atypical forest, uh, Your character's funny. I always found this character funny to me, the the sprite design. Because he has, like, he kind of looks like a knight, but he also kind of looks like Thor from Marvel with the old helmet with the little wings on him. He's got a very proper, like, uh, Vomtog stance for uh, any of you swordplay nerds. Um, uh, But he always struck me as funny. So, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the first track, uh, first level track is called Fillmore, and you're about to listen to it right now.
0: Was Fillmore from Act What an absolutely incredible song.
1: There is so much great about that track.
0: It really is.
1: Uh I don't even know where to begin. I like the bass line. The the baseline always stands out to me like mm-hmm. prominently in that particular song. There's so much going on in that song, the organs, the drumming, the sweeping orchestral passages. But for some reason that bass line always sits right out front for me and I'm always like, Yeah, I love that bass line.
0: Cause it's like it's like they put a rock and roll bass line underneath this like very um serious orchestral action-y piece, you know? Um it does it is very Castlevania in in that oh, yes. regard. That like yes. this this whole thing has a very Castlevania flair to it. But yeah. there is something very non Castlevania about just the specific I guess the dichotomy of using um you know when you think of Castlevania music, there's always this certain layer of, um, I guess, seriousness, like a, a certain layer of gravitas to it. Even like the rock and roll ki- kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and this one kind of takes a, a, a very, a slightly different approach to that. Where it is like if you remove that the the very traditional rock uh, drums and bass line this mm-hmm. takes such a different feel if you just kind of remove those two elements whereas like i think a lot of the castlevania rock music rocks no matter how you slice it this one <laughs> would be a totally different song if you took those those aspects out of it and just the way that the bass like almost has these like slap bass type elements to it like it is very very um i guess a little on the nose but uh okay. yeah
1: it the bass almost takes on a uh a percussive level to it like it it's not only just a bass guitar like holding down the low end but it almost becomes like a a secondary element of the drumming which as you mentioned is is part of part rather i should say of the the rock element the rock and roll element of it um yeah i absolutely agree with you take away that rock and roll element you definitely have a great track you definitely have a different track Mm
0: um but being that this is i believe the first action segment in the mm -hmm. game this uh, this is just pretty much flawless for that
1: and then then that's actually what i was about to touch upon is again first bit of action you really receive uh and it's like almost full throttle like all right let's in it let's do it and you, you just go out and you hack and slash your way to the the bosses and you just you keep moving forward and i think that's what was necessary because you spent the first couple of minutes your first couple of minutes with the game kind of uh i don't do a little doing a little housekeeping the tracks are slow they're moody to a certain extent and then you just hit the ground running and uh flawless execution if you ask me
0: i i couldn't agree more this is a really I again as somebody who's never really spent any time with this game this is um a remarkably memorable song Uh, yeah and it's a it's really good it's classic super nintendo it's it does like um, just because of the instrument choices and the way that they work, and uh, the, the notes are, I feel, uh, a bit unnecessarily staccato during uh, some of the more complicated parts. It does start to s- start to lean into sounding a little bit more muddy than uh, you would want a more, uh, I guess, a slightly more modern take on it. But mm-hmm. again, it's the, the, the composition is so good that it really, um, really carries it. Uh, you know, minor technical quibbles aside. Sure. It's, it's just, just it, it's a badass song.
1: <laughs> exactly and that's why it's here so uh, you know slamming right up against it so that's your first level and now we get to our first boss and what we're going to listen to next is boss music uh, it's called powerful enemy uh, it plays every time you encounter a boss uh, I think with exception to the final final boss and um, yeah this is what you can expect if you make it far enough in a level this track is called powerful enemy it is also from Act Razor, as all this stuff is. <laughs> and I want you to enjoy this.
0: It certainly sounded like powerful enemy music <laughs> i gotta love that timpani you know just that oh, yeah the this is this is good this is some good boss music right here it's a, a short track really not a lot going on i i hope the boss battles aren't too long in this game
1: no for the most part they're not i mean like you know like old cart games they mm. you know the bosses have patterns and you know you figure it out you can one two three them um but yeah, I, even if you've never played before, I don't think you're spending more than three or four minutes on on a boss.
0: Gotcha. Um, it, it certainly wasn't getting old or anything. Just uh, no.
1: Know. But I, I'm with you. I could see where you could, you know, if let's say, for example, you threw this on your car and you listened to it for six minutes, you'd be like, oh, "All right, I'm <laughs> I'm a little over it." So I'm, I'm not, i I know I kind of I feel where you're going.
0: Yeah. It's um, uh, yeah. No, it's 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 boss music. Yeah. <laughs> uh it is um it's it's intense uh it's definitely a step above the intensity of what the um Fillmore. not necessarily a step above I I, I I don't want to say that because uh it's not really more intense it's just kind of a different flavor of intensity than mm-hmm. uh, the, the stage music which is i guess what you want
1: um yeah you keep uh upping the ante so to speak
0: yeah so uh yeah solid i, I don't really have a ton to say about it it's just it's There's, some, and there isn't some too some much solid to say. boss music
1: a um, little bit about the story. So, you know, you, you play the master. Uh, in the Japanese version, you were God. And uh, the villain in America was uh, Tanzra. In Japan, it was Satan. Uh, and I kind of feel gypped that we didn't get Satan and God, but that's just personal preference. Um, so when you go to sleep, the uh, Satan, or Tanzra, has six lieutenants, and he gives each lieutenant a land, so as you play the game, you play through six uh, distinct levels. So I feel like when you get to a boss, the intensity of the boss music makes sense because they're lieutenants in the devil's army or they're big demons in the devil's army. So I, there's a part of me that listens to it and is like, yeah, I, I definitely feel a little bit of like a, a weight, you know, to what's happening here. I don't think it... I think that was in like the, the manual because I don't know that you get... Uh, that information from playing the game. So, just a little bit of a little little history, a little trivia. But, uh, right, so moving right along, keeping this uh, train a-rolling, as you say, we're going to hit Birth of the People. So, you beat your first boss, and now you leave the side-scrolling aspect, and you get into the top-down, sitting-building aspect. And this is the music that plays... Uh, during the whole city-building aspect. And uh, I'll, I'll let the, the track play, and then I'll, I'll talk a little bit about what you're doing as a player and as the character. So this is Birth of the People from ActRaiser. Enjoy.
0: So that was Birth of the People uh from Actraiser and I I got to say that was a really magical little piece of music there. So when it, when it first starts out with that um that instrument choice, uh, it all it, it's just it's just goofy. Like sure. it just it sounds silly, it sounds ridiculous. Um just completely taken out of context. Yeah. Uh as just like I'm a guy just listening to this music and I don't really, you know, have any sort of visuals to match up with it, but it just after that split second of You know the inherent goofiness of the doo 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 (laughs) like a little (laughs) uh, little gnomes bouncing around the uh, the forest or whatever. Um, It just it's beautiful. It's really really wonderful. It it reminds me um, once the harpsichord part comes in, it really reminds me of the library music from Symphony of the Night. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, It's. It really and then when it looped back around to that, uh, that, that, I guess, flute-esque flute esque part, like, yeah. like almost pan flute or whatever they're going for there in the beginning, uh, the, you know, the instrument just didn't bother me anymore, uh, or even sound remotely silly. It just kind of really, the inherent beauty of the piece just kind of really worked for me. Uh, that was, that was just, just wonderful. <laughs> just, just wonderful.
1: Yeah. Um, there are definitely times that I've listened to that song, uh, independent of the game and I, you know, he listens for two or three minutes, especially like I was saying today to re- re-familiarize myself. And uh, I have the same kind of thought, like, this is so silly, but then it all comes together and you're like, no, wait, man, this is a great piece. And then you think to yourself, like, how could I listen to some of these things for, like, more than four or five minutes? You spend a lot of time in the city-building portion of the game because not only is the city-building portion of the game like its namesake where you're rebuilding the civilization, uh, the, this branch of civilization uh you're also the cherub you take the form of the cherub and you have a bow and arrow and now there's like these um i don't know, for lack of a better term they're like gateways to hell that spawn these giant bats and these giant white dragon essentially babies and if you don't do anything to them they they hit you they harm you you die you start over they steal your followers they pick them up and they <laughs> drag them off to places and so you spend a lot of time doing this, uh, going back and forth between the city builder and uh, portions in the temple because your, uh, your followers will come and they'll give you gifts, they'll help you upgrade uh, you know, um, your health, they'll teach you uh, things like farming and stuff, and it's so simplistic in kind of its approach, but I find it to be almost the most fun part of the game. There's been times that as an adult playing it, I've been like, yeah, the side scrolling's great, but uh, I want to get to the city building part. But I think that speaks volumes more about me than, mm-hmm. you know, the game itself. I, I like city building, you know, I was a huge SimCity fan and, and all those kind of uh, games of that nature, which completely all escape me um, at the moment. But you spend a lot of time listening to this track, uh, whether you're doing it uh, consciously or subconsciously. And it never gets tiring, I think. Um, and that's, that's not easy to say about a lot of music. Uh, video game music, excuse me. It's not, like, it's not easy to say about a lot of video game music.
0: I, I would agree with that. Yep. Just,
1: again, another great piece, like great orchestration, great composition, uh, you know.
0: Agreed. Ah. So tell us what we got next there, Captain.
1: <laughs> Captain making it happen. Um, uh, looking at my notes and I'm totally lost. Okay. So the next track we're going to listen to is uh entitled Bloodpool Cassandora. I hope I said that right. Cassandora, yeah. Um now this is a track that plays kind of on the next couple of levels, right? It um it uh it gets used a handful of times. Um as do, I think, the next um, two tracks. Eh, I'll, I'll I'll point them out when they come. But they, they recycle some tracks, which, you know, isn't bad, because, again, like I said, a lot of this music is, is fantastic, and I think a lot of this stuff you don't get too tired of, and especially when you're kind of um, preoccupied with playing the game. You know, you almost don't notice some of this stuff. Uh, up until, I think, really starting to truly get in and do this show with you, Chris, um, a lot of video game music has just been kind of background. Uh, but in doing this show, you know, with an emphasis on music, I've now as a player, I really listen to the music uh, more so than just kind of blow through the game or whatever. Um, and, you know, this track is definitely one of those tracks that I don't get tired of. Even in, in-game, I remember this, you know, Hearing these tracks kind of for the first time and kind of think, like, oh, this is pretty cool. So let's see if you think it's pretty cool. This is called Blood Pool Uh, Cassandora from Actraiser. Enjoy.
0: Cassandora. Boy, that was uh, that was hectic.
1: Yeah. That
0: was a really hectic little piece.
1: I know, and what's ironic is I don't think uh the level is as hectic. Um, but the music certainly is, and I think maybe that uh is intentional to add to kind of the player's anxiety. <laughs> I don't know. That'd, that'd be something sneaky I did.
0: Hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh that was that was a good that was a good chunk of music there. Um
1: let me ask you a question. Okay, go for it. What do you see in your head when
0: you hear that? Uh honestly I see a boss battle. Um, I see a boss battle against something that's flying. Like some sort of bird creature. That's just what I when I ignoring the name of the track, just and, and anything that you said about it, just based solely on the music alone, it just sounds like a boss battle against some sort of flying creature.
1: Oh man, you know, you sure you never played this game? because <laughs> because the boss for this level is like a griffin, it's a lion with wings that spits really, fire. yeah, and it comes wow. up it comes up out of a purple pool, the whole level uh is platforming with like these uh log bridges that of course you know some of them are faulty, watch where you step, they fall and you jump, and all the whole nine so the the I think a testament to kind of the uh game design uh and um you know, whoever put these these graphics together is just fantastic. I like it sounds weird. I I maybe it doesn't sound weird. I don't know. I'm a video game fan. How, how weird could it possibly be? I love the design and the look and the color palette of this level. Full moon in the background almost completely visible except for these big dense clouds against the black sky. There's these you know, uh funky like gnarly mountains and then just like a Mode 7 river of, like, purple and mauve slime. It just it just looks so cool. And I feel like like when I hear that track, it automatically makes me think, because I have such a, a history with this game, it automatically makes me think of that color scheme. But when I look at that color scheme, I'm like, man, you guys just crushed it with this level design. Even if it didn't have this song, the level design alone is so cool. And you fight... A flying griffin. (laughs) Hmm. I swear, man, I think you're lying to me. I think you played this. You just at the end of the episode, you're like, all right, Matt, I'm just kidding. I played this game like a thousand
0: times. Yeah, no, no, seriously. (laughs) I I have I have not played it. That's all. It's fascinating to me to hear you say that it just there's something specifically about the way this song sounds that reminds me of uh, just the general feeling of uh, something swooping at you. I can Um, totally see that. And it's it's like it's it's. Really harkening to like specific things from, say, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, mm-hmm. uh, even a little bit from uh, Donkey Kong Country too. Like when that bird, uh, the little mm. pirate bird boss, is swooping down at you a little bit. Um, it just kind of harkened to that kind of feel, that level of um, uh, that 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 sort of frantic nature. Because mm-hmm. you know, there's just there's something cool about any any sort of properly done boss fight where you are something that is grounded, you know, through gravity and something that you know, does not necessarily adhere to those rules as attacking you. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't know, it's it's an inherently cool prospect. And no, uh, I, I think that's very cool that I just happened to to guess that, because stylistically, <laughs> I guess this is bird music. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is angry bird music if there ever was some.
1: Not to be confused with the the mobile game.
0: Yeah, God. Not,
1: not that. No, no, no. Ugh, Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I, I can't believe how uh how spot on you were with that one. It's, it's kind of funny. Think so, I'm let in. me
0: go ahead and take a swing at this one. This is from uh the X-Men cartoon. Uh when you first meet uh Hank McCoy, right? Which one's that? Oh. Ha ha ha. Ah, I'm Sorry, hilarious.
1: I'm, I'm reading my notes slowly.
0: <laughs> the next track is called The Beast Appears and I love the X-Men. So, course there you go jokes are always funnier when you explain them go ahead Matt <laughs> take this away from me I,
1: <laughs> yes you mu- you're a monster and you must be stopped um well, I'm a pr- beast
0: ha, oh. Oh, oh. oh god
1: I would like to apologize on behalf <laughs> of myself um I would like to point out that Chris's views and puns are not the views and puns of Matt <laughs> and um if anyone has been offended I uh deeply apologize that being said, as Chris pointed out, the next track we're going to listen to is called "The Beast Appears." Um, this is another track where it's used for multiple levels, um, and you know, it's just another—it's uh, just another great piece of music in you know a soundtrack that is just great on you know all together. And I'm going to stop. I'm going to let you go and listen to "The Beast Appears."
0: Again, this is a a very well-named track. It certainly sounds like music for a beast appearing. (laughs) Can't really uh, argue with that.
1: No, not at all. Um, So this track first appears on a a level that is, you know, a castle type. Lots of, uh, you know, the bricks, the inner design of a castle, and you eventually work your way out to the ramparts and stuff. But... Again, going back to the idea that of of what I was talking about before, the last track and the uh, blood pool and the level that it's uh, with, it this game has such beautiful graphics. And I'm I'm, you know, looking at some of the stuff right now. I'm watching someone just play through the game, and I'm just like, just some of this design and the sprites and like the enemies look beautiful, and the brickwork is tremendous, and like it's just something so simple. Uh, is just like. It's just killing me about this game. Like, these these passing windows, the Mode Seven, you know, clouds and the moon, and they just uh, just look so good. But the track itself again lends itself to that um, impending doom and oh, uh, this uh, very hurried sense of importance and the timpani and you know everything that we know as like television and movie and and Uh, video game players, oh no, we got, oh, there's like a, oh, this giant sense of urgency and stuff, and, ah, love it, I just can't talk enough about it, I can't listen to it enough, man.
0: Well, it's a good thing the episode isn't over yet.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I I apologize, I don't know what that yes was, but that was weird. (laughs) Go ahead and sample that, I don't know, it'll pop up on the internet at some point, (laughs) in like a negative way. (coughs) that's my turn to cough excuse me
0: all right all right Ah. well uh what's next this one is a i this one is a neat title
1: yeah uh uh how how do you pronounce it chris (laughs) see
0: i was gonna ask i'm gonna call it tostitos oh Uh,
1: yeah no that's not it at all
0: uh itos a-i-t-o-s itos temple
1: i i like itos i like itos
0: um itos they itos they make a tomb raider right
1: yeah yeah Oh, uh, <laughs> the jokes never stop coming. Anyway, I, I'm i not going to say what kind of level this is, because I want to I wanna pick your brain and see what you think, because you were pretty spot on about that one, and I realized I shouldn't have said anything about the last one, but
0: All I right. want to
1: hear what you think. So you guys out there, strap in and uh, give a listen to Itos Temple from ActRazer.
0: Alright, so that is Itos Temple. Uh and you wanted me to guess what this would be uh,
1: Yeah, what what, this what this do be, you what uh, do you see? What do you think?
0: Uh this is this to me screams story segment and the the villain just did something terrible.
1: <laughs> That's so much better than what it actually is, actually. <laughs> so um this is the flying level. This is the level where like what? Yeah. It's a little strange. So you're outdoors. You're kind of like scaling. uh, You're side scrolling, scaling a mountain of some sort. And this is the funniest thing to me. There's like these two big doves carrying a little platform on strings and you jump on it and they go forward. So you do that quintessential like I have to jump and still land on the platform but get attacked and not get hit because if I fall, I die. You know, very uh, Mega Man anything. You know what I mean? This all those segments in Mechaman where you have to like be on a moving platform and time your jumps in the whole nine hmm oh and all the while you're getting attacked by little grandmothers dressed like Electra from Marvel weird it's very weird to me it, may, it cracks me up the whole time wow yeah go all look right, it up
0: that's, that's goofy yeah I'll, I'll, it, I'll look that up
1: not just you but if you've never played this before go look it up A-I-T-O-S is the name of the level
0: <laughs> uh,
1: alright <laughs> Moving right along, this is a track that I put, I picked for our uh, winter special, um, and I mean, I give it away. It's it's a winter level. You know, you're traversing through the snow on a mountain. Um, it's called North of the Wall, and I mean, there's not much to say about it. So you should listen to it right this second. North of the Wall, Act Razor. Thank you.
0: that was north wall very wintry tune yeah i want to before
1: i want to uh, apologize i called it north of the wall uh it's kind of crazy how much game of thrones has really like gotten into the lexicon of of just everyday so yeah north wall that's what it's called
0: it's a nice 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 tune i can i can see 16 bit snow yeah just just from listening to it you can just just uh this this would have fit right right at home on on any square soft r p g back then so uh
1: oh absolutely good yeah. good him.
0: nice nice track very very nice
1: yeah there's not much there's not too much to really talk about i mean apart from i mean you get into the technical aspect of it where it's like you know the again the uh the forethought to use some reverb Because, like there's elements of the level where you're in um icy caverns so you get uh, a sense of space you know um uh get the idea of like uh kind of icy walls so you get that kind of twinkle a bit you know to them too again you Mm -hmm. you said oh i can see you know 16-bit snowflakes and stuff and like yeah absolutely it's um it's one of these one of these tracks that like for lack of a better uh, statement it doesn't mince its words it does exactly what you know it's supposed to it marries the visual to the audio and and it does a, a stellar job of it so Good on him, like you said. And uh, Good
0: on him, indeed.
1: And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's with the deepest of regrets I am to announce that we're on our final track of the episode.
0: Oh. Yeah,
1: that was mostly for me and, and me alone. <laughs> no. I mean, uh, I'm
0: having a hoot, but I'm tired as heck.
1: <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. We, we do this, uh, you know, later in the evening because that's just the way our schedules line up. And yeah, I always feel awful for you.
0: Uh, because you... I don't feel awful for me. All right. I'm great. having a hoot. <laughs> I'm having a hoot and a holler. No, this is a really, really great soundtrack. I'm just really, really enjoying myself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that, uh, I'm happy anytime I can put something in front of you that you may not have had FaceTime with or haven't even, uh, you know, never heard yet. And, and, you know, you're just such a big fan of, of the genre of video games that I know, like. Even if you think it's bad, you're going to still find something great about it. So it always gives me great pleasure to kind of put something in front of you that, uh, that's uh, li- like that for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, the last track we're going to talk about is a track called Sacrifices. Now, uh, in my attempt to kind of familiarize myself with the game again, I actually couldn't place this track. Um, I'm not quite sure where it sits in the actual game. Um, but if you guys at home are listening and you know, you know, feel free to leave comments for us. Um, and because uh, I'm, I'm really scratching my head on this one. Um, but uh, it's again, it's another great piece of music that comes from a great soundtrack by an amazing composer. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna shut the heck up, and you're gonna listen to sacrifices from Act Razor.
0: Okay. okay, then I will. <laughs>
1: is another track like um uh, heck what was it Sky Palace that has such a large sound to it again part and parcel to the reverb doing it's job but there's just something magnificent about that piece like somber and magnificent exactly like the track Sacrifices like man that is such a great, great piece.
0: Yeah, that was, um, I, I was looking away. So I didn't, I was actually really surprised when surprised and surprised and genuinely upset when it ended. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was just kind of really, uh, enjoying that one. It was, um, very, he said, you know, kind of somber, but really just, um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I'm kind of at a loss for words here a little bit. It's uh, I was, I was so taken aback by the fact that it just stopped. Uh, Good, good piece of music. Um, <laughs> I, I know I've been saying that a lot, but uh, no, it's kind of course, uh, yeah. it's, it's kinda hard for me to come up with other adjectives at the moment. Um, just, uh, I just, I really liked, yeah, I just really liked it. <laughs> I,
1: I, it's uh, When you said you were kind of at a loss for words, I uh, immediately in my head said, like, I think that's the point. Like, that piece of music is really kind of like that. Um, it leaves you, and yeah, you're right. It, it, I did the same thing, too. I was looking down at something else. And when it ended, I, you know, some of these pieces, uh, Sky Palace in particular, it ends, but then it comes back. So it ended and I was like, okay, here comes the next loop. And it didn't. And I looked up and I was like, oh, it's over. Yeah. And then you, you feel, it's weird. You feel a kind of, I don't know, I'm not going to speak for you. I speak for myself then. I, I feel a um, a small sense of like hollowness afterwards. I'm like, oh, all right. um,
0: Oh, and and this this soundtrack also has a couple of tracks that had that weird, like you know, the song just ends and then it loops anyway, mm-hmm, right? Uh, and for this one to not do that, I I assume it has some sort of story elements or something connected to it that's you know timed so that this this music doesn't need to be consistent. Um, but it's very nice. Uh, I'd I'd love to see what it does in the game. Yeah. I, I I need to find time to play this game somehow. Cause, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's I don't think really it's a so long soundtrack.
1: I don't think it's a long game at all. I think all in all, you could probably put it away in in four hours or less. Hmm. I'm being generous too, because that's if you really get hooked on the uh, city building like someone else around here. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I mean that's it that rounds out the episode. That's now there are other tracks to the soundtrack that obviously we did, uh, I didn't choose to put in, not because they're bad. Every track is great, but I, you know, with every episode, we do our best to kind of pick and choose. What we see fit to be the best tracks of the soundtrack. If you're listening to this and you like what you hear, go back and find it. You can, you know, it's on YouTube. Um, and, and just give the whole thing a listen. If you haven't played the game, I implore you to go play the game. Yeah, it's a huge cult hit, but it's a cult hit for a reason. And it's not one of these things where it's, you know, a hit because it's so bad. It's, it's a really good game and it's a great play. And I think, um, I think uh, most people will pick it up, play it if they haven't, and enjoy it. And if you are a fan of the game, then you already know, you know what I'm babbling on about. You know what I'm talking about. So
0: you know what makes it such a special game, right? I am a yeah. It's it like I said before. It's just one of those pieces of gaming history that just just kind of passed me by. You, you can't play everything, um, there's but just, I will. There's
1: so much stuff, yeah.
0: Uh, in my endeavors, I would love to to try to put some time into this sometime. So. Uh, hopefully, within the next couple of years, I'll be able to, to <laughs> yeah. pull that off.
1: There's so much good stuff that we haven't played. There's so much you know, good stuff on the horizon. And then, there's Yeah, stuff... they just keep
0: making new games. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's weird like that, right?
0: Uh, but it is always <laughs> fun when I get to experience an old one that I haven't before. So yeah, Maybe yeah, we'll absolutely. throw it up on the Stonish Gamer Summer Series next year, because uh, oh. that's always a good excuse for me to try games I haven't played before. Ah, well, if you need a guest. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, well, that wraps it up, doesn't it?
0: It does. That's going to be our show. Thank you very much for uh, introducing me to the wonderful music of ActRaiser. This is a really fun way to spend an evening. Uh, Join us next time. I'm so happy to say this. Join us next time. We'll be taking a deep dive into a game that I've been wanting to do forever. It's one of my absolute all-time favorites. Super Mario Brothers 2 for the Nintendo Entertainment System.
1: Uh, it's going to be awesome.
0: It sure is. A classic in every sense wait. of the word. With yep. one of the catchiest soundtracks in the business, Super Mario 2 is one I'm very excited to finally be, finally be crossing off the list. As always, we'd love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories on the video games we've discussed here today, so you can do so on the Waveback forum page on Facebook. Just search for Waveback on Facebook, and you'll find out more information on our next games, as well as a nice, convenient place to talk about them. Course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com. And while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. So, Matt, why don't you tell us a a little bit about the song we're going to be closing out with tonight?
1: I am literally going to tell you a little bit about this song. It's entitled Ending. And when we do episodes uh, about particular games, we like to leave you with the ending credits. And This is no exception. So we're going to play you out with the end credits from ActRaiser from the Super Nintendo Entertainment System.
0: All right, there you go. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.